Hello and welcome to Let's Hear Your Story. I am your host, Brenda McCullers. No matter how simple or complicated it is, your story is meant to be told and can help introduce others to Jesus. In this podcast, you will hear true stories of what God is doing within the lives of different people. Some of their stories are personal journeys to becoming a Christian. Others are stories of how God has shown up in their lives. Are you ready to listen? Let's get started. I'm happy to have Monica Castle with me today. Monica has been with Church of 1122 since its launch. And if you don't know about Church of 1122, it's located in Jacksonville, Florida. And it is a movement for all people to discover and deepen their relationship with Jesus Christ. Welcome, Monica. It's nice to have you here today. Good morning, Brenda, and thank you so much for inviting me to share my thoughts on my life, my life influenced by God. I'm honored and nervous, so I've actually made some notes. Hopefully reading through them will work for you and for me. Looking back, I've had a complicated life, but one full of God's love and faithfulness. His presence has not and is not always apparent to me, but in looking back, I now know God's hands have always led me, protected me, He's watched over me, even while my free will wrecked my life. He rescued me every time beyond what I deserve. Having faith and knowing Jesus and having a relationship with Jesus is what I've learned and now thankfully experience daily. I give Pastor Joby Martin's sermons over the years most of the credit. Growing my faith to trust in God, to try to fully surrender myself, to lean into his vision and timing has been life-changing and would not have happened for me without the Church of 1122 and Pastor Joby's teachings. I say this because I attended church most of my life, but never understood that Christ wants us to know him as our father, to have a relationship, to trust in him, to know that I'm a daughter of the King of Kings gives me so much self-value and respect empowering for sure. It's a true armor when needed. I've known and talked to God and said my prayers for as long as I can remember. He's always been with me, protecting me. Because I didn't understand what having a relationship with him meant, his powers and his love for me, I often felt alone. I felt every decision, good or bad, was up to me. The thought that God knew me, knows my name, and that he loves me and that God forgives me for all my sins again and again hasn't always been the way I understood God or his relationship. And that God had a vision for my life was the most enlightening and delightful news. But I needed to understand and time to lean into this new way of living out my walk with Jesus. God abruptly changed my life in 2011 after I heard a sermon and announcements by then youth pastor Joby. He was announcing the launch of the Church of 1122. It was laid on my heart that I was going to be part of this new movement. I fought this tug for six months, but God has ways to lead me. And so the ways began to part and line up for me to leave my 27-year career and take a small role with the startup of 1122. My first step, I found myself on a curb at 5 a.m. along with my suitcase with 20 plus people whom I did not know, loading onto a bus that would take us to our waiting flight to Jamaica. It's my first mission trip. 
With my Bible in hand, a large print one weighing in at over five pounds, I spent the next 13 days adjusting to my ministry walk that taught me about me. My faith grew. My trust in God deepened. I learned how to have quiet time to read the Bible each morning and to serve others in need. New traits learned and others deepened during this Jamaican mission trip. I also formed several great new faith-based friendships. I know to have friends that I can discuss scripture with and to be accountable to is imperative. And most importantly, that the Bible is the only roadmap we need to successfully walk out our Christ-like life. Upon returning from this mission trip, I began serving along with many, many others and getting the building ready for a new church. A year later, I accepted a staff position with the church and God used this time and opportunity to further grow me to know and trust in him. My days were full of work, but also so many opportunities to serve and help others to know Jesus. Faith teaching always comes before work, which is the real mission, our life's mission, I believe. Also to be surrounded daily by others who too were studying the Bible, exploring their walks, experiencing Jesus on all levels and sharing was a true gift that I believe I had been led to for a very long time. I had felt the tug, but didn't know to trust and go where God was leading me. I did listen to the tug and leaned in and trusted hugely a year later, leaving my staff role and going to Spain for a Christian pilgrimage. I knew immediately upon hearing about the way of St. James, the Camino de Sagiaga, that I had to be on the trail as soon as possible. With four months of training, a 20 pound backpack, which included my Bible, I hiked 200 miles ending at the St. James Cathedral. This pilgrimage enlightened me to a spiritual renewal, deepening of my faith, my trust, my need to know and trust my whole being to Jesus. God used each day's pilgrimage to teach me about me and how I could rely on him. I studied James each day, reading it in its entirety over and over and finding new meaning each time. This pilgrimage set me up for a new unwavering and new understanding about my relationship with Jesus. I came home knowing him as my savior, the one to turn to in good and bad times, that he listened to my prayers and guided me if I let him. I also experienced an incredible day with a non-believer who later contacted me to say because of our conversations during that day's walk, he had accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior at the end of his pilgrimage. Truly an incredible way for God to use me. I've grown to know God uses pain to teach me, to grow me, and to use me for others to know him. We learn from watching. Walking my faith out is not always fun, nor as Christ-like as I hope, but I've learned to repent, pray, and keep going. I know my joy comes from him. I've known peace during some some painful experiences because God's got it. And I try to remember to hand it over to him. I know he won't desert me when others do. I know he uses me as he does all of his followers to disciple others. I believe God pursues us, watches our free will, forgives and loves us always. I know how God has been to me, how so many blessings he's bestowed upon me, how many times he's shown me grace and mercy and I'm so very, very grateful. I know he's put the most amazing people in my life, those who care and love me, 
those I can lean on and share with. I know he blessed me early with a wonderful daughter who gave me purpose and love. She's still my focus. She's a mother of three, so I'm also blessed with beautiful grandchildren and an awesome son-in-law. I know daily and hourly prayers for mercy, grace, love, and forgiveness are needed and given on my path to know him. Prayer is powerful. Part of my daily prayer is for all to know him and trust in him. Thank you again, Brenda, for inviting me to share with you all today. It's my first podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. It was beautiful. I love your story. There were two things that you talked about that I really, really liked. One of them was the fact that you took it upon yourself to spend personal time alone with God in reading his word and searching what he wanted from you. The other thing that I thought was really important is you talked about the importance of being surrounded by a community of Christian people and how that helped to encourage you and influence you and support you and just help you to grow in your walk with Christ. I think that's both of those are really important when it comes to growing and deepening your relationship with Christ. It truly is. I was raised, I say that because I was raised that um, you didn't, you went to church, you never talked about it, and you certainly never shared during the week. Church was, uh, um, as as we've learned, uh, a checkbox on, on Sunday, and late in life, in literally my 50s, I learned the, uh, to share, and I used to say, I'm going to live my faith out loud. Because I, I feel like I always had faith and always knew, but I never understood to share. And when those doors opened, which is uh, literally one of the, you know, what 1122 uh, believes in and shares and preaches and, and supports and um, is the sharing. And uh, disciples sharing with disciples and making disciples is, is truly what brings it all together and, and deepens deepens our relationship with God, I believe. I agree with that. Another thing too that you point out is the importance of a good church. We're blessed to be to be involved with an excellent church that preaches the word of God every single every single service. And that's another thing I would encourage people that aren't involved in a church, look and find a church where you feel at home that teaches the word of God that you can be a part of, because that does help with your growth in knowing who Christ is and growing in your relationship. Oh, I, yes, I think church is essential to growth, to surround yourself with, with the gospel and to be taught something new, you know, weekly is, is the continuation of, of the deepening of your faith and, and, and growing. And then being able to go out and disciple others during the week. And the hashtag one more is a, a brilliant way of, of reminding us that we are disciples and, and we are to go out. And, and that is our, the true mission of life is, is disciple others. I agree. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Monica. I really enjoyed it. And I know people are gonna love listening to your story. I hope so. Thank you again, Brenda. Thank you for listening to Let's Hear Your Story. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share it with your friends and subscribe, write, and review. 
If you have any questions, please reach out to me at brenmccullers at yahoo.com.